0: Much energy today. But we're gonna have some more energy as we evolve into this bad boy. Welcome to the Media Masterminds. I'm your co-host, Benny Rose. And someone that never needs an introduction, but I always want to find a way to give this gentleman special introduction. The host with the most, the Captain Ghoul far-fetched master legend pop
1: there is no dana only Zool.
0: bullshit <laughs> what's up man? here
1: what's going on okay, i'm good. i'm very excited about this show very probably one of the most excited At. uh yep i don't know what to say i don't even know how to get the words out uh one, one of the <laughs> most start. anticipated shows that we've done since we came back i think in my opinion
0: Yeah. And it's, it's definitely a topic that can open a can of worms in a lot of ways. I think mostly in a good way, but I think this was probably the toughest list I've made so far. And I think, uh, I know you, you had better success, success. You did it faster than me, but you know, it definitely, again, what we're doing is it's a long time ago and you don't want you try not to forget things, stuff you might have remember, you know, might have saw that you loved, but don't remember the years. A lot of research, but today we are diving into eighties sci-fi. We are doing our top ten, so we're not doing a best of, worst of, just top ten. We'll uh, do some quick summaries, maybe sentence or two on, uh, you know, what would you say, six to ten. And then as we get to our top five, we deep dive a little bit and, uh, you know, we'll see if our tradition keeps up. We have anything in common on our list. You know, it's a little different because we have some caveats, as uh, we mentioned in our uh, episode and a half, two episodes ago, the bonus DLC episode that we had, whatever, what have you, we, uh, with sci-fi in 80s, it's tough because... There's two particular things that we talk about that we felt we shouldn't include here. And for us, that's can't pick Arnold, anything Arnold's been in. So we uh, decided to remove those because we already know because we've discussed most likely some of those movies might be in the same list. So to kind of keep things fresh, we're doing that. But there was another one that you mentioned that we uh, are not including.
1: I I removed a few things, actually. So Arnold being one of them, as we did a best and worst already of him kind of wouldn't make sense to throw those movies in here to me, at least because they'd probably be in the top for both of us. Right. Uh, Also, Star Wars, I excluded because I plan on us doing a Star Wars show at some point. And I'm sure Empire Strikes Back would be up there for both of us and, and probably in the top area somewhere. For me it it would be and then I also excluded superhero movies because we have done the DC uh, live action best and worst already as well and I think there's going to be a little bit of a potential future show getting eliminated from some of my picks on the top 10 but that's some foreshadowing so some of these movies are uh, made by the same person
0: Mm, okay (laughs) Cool. So I I would like to give you the honors to starting it up. So we're going to work our way from the bottom. And again, we want to be clear, you know, our number 10 doesn't mean it's like our least favorite of the list. It's right. You know, we're going to progressively go into stuff that maybe has more memories and stronger attachment to us. And some of
1: these are interchangeable as we've talked earlier. Uh, A lot of these, I could probably move around, you know, from, Five down to seven or seven up to four. Like these are all kind of interchangeable. Probably the top three-ish I say are secure. But uh, one and two are definitely secure in my opinion. I just want to do a real quick honorable mention is E.T. I did not put E.T. on this list. I'm not super crazy about that movie, but it is very 80s and uh, reminds me a lot of my childhood. But I did not put it on the list. I also did not include any Star Trek movies. I know you're not a real big Star Trek guy, but I did not include any Star Trek movies. I feel that that could maybe be a future show, but you know what? They probably still wouldn't make this top 10 either way. So, my number 10 is a movie I don't know if you've ever seen before. It's not a crazy popular movie. This is a more of a sentimental movie and we've talked about our sentimental picks, uh, both of our fathers have passed away. This was a movie my dad used to like. It's called Enemy Mine. It stars uh, Dennis Quaid and Lewis Gossett Jr. It's basically a story of an astronaut crash landing on a planet and battling it out with this alien, then realizing that they have to work together to survive and move forward. The trailer for the movie gives away a lot of the premise, which is something that I thought only happened now in the in the, in the late 2000s and not late 2000s, but the 2010s and 2000s, where the trailers give away everything. This trailer, I, I rewatch it in preparation, and it gives away a lot in a movie. But it's a good movie, underrated, uh, and it's my number 10.
0: Okay. I never saw it, but I, I do know of the movie. So, interesting uh, take, because I, I don't know. I I think it's just, it's come in passing, but I've never, maybe, have had access to it. Yeah. It's never been, like, in front of me, so maybe it's something to uh, check out. So, uh, for my 10... Mine's going to be heavy metal. So I, this was something I wasn't sure how we were going to approach category-wise. I had asked you if we were going to, you know, eliminate anything animation-wise and I think we agreed it would be okay in this scenario. So uh, it's definitely sci-fi and fantasy. It's a little bit of everything, but uh, very similar reasons to you uh, with having that connection to my dad. Uh, Heavy metal is like uh, an animated movie that is very mature not made for kids you know granted i was a kid when it came out and you know for me my dad had a lot of that type of content in the store like comic wise so i was around all the weird stuff like the fritz <laughs> the cat and the the guru comics and uh, heavy metal you know and eventually they made this movie tons of nudity crazy stuff and it'll always hold a place because there wasn't anything like it. You know, there was a couple other movies that had like the similar animation style and uh, like there was the movie wizards. I don't know if you're familiar with any of these, but you know, they were all very, very, you know, graphic novel brought to life before it was done, you know, the way we do it now with like watchmen and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's bizarre, you know, it's like major trip fest. But it was definitely something I'll I'll never forget. It, you know, I've never it as a
1: kid. I, I've never seen it, and it's on my wish list for when it goes down in price to pick it up because I'm intrigued by it.
0: Okay,
1: I mean it's supposed to have a great soundtrack. That's I mean yeah it goes no, would, hand in hand yeah. with the title of the movie, right?
0: Right, totally. And obviously, you know that South Park is you know kind of done their homage to it a little bit with the awesome boobage. That whole episode is all dedicated to heavy metal, so. But yeah,
1: that's my 10. I'm intrigued to that. I've never seen that before. So we're kind of back and forth here with a movie that we haven't seen. Number nine for me uh, is one that a lot of people love and they probably would want it much higher on the list. It is a Ridley Scott movie called Blade Runner starring Harrison Ford. Very popular, very culty, cult phenomenal. They uh, made a sequel more recently, which I have not seen still. I do like Blade Runner. It's it's really the the height of sci-fi to me. It's got the cyberpunk kind of universe. I mean, it, this was cyberpunk before cyberpunk was anything. You know, this is where they get, they draw their inspiration from. And uh, it's a cool movie. Androids, uh, uh, replicants, as they're called in the movie, and Harrison Ford is the, the cop working on the case of them. And if you've never seen it, I don't want to give too much away. It's got a great score. It's, it's a great movie, still holds up to this day.
0: That's a movie that, another one that I haven't seen, even the original, believe it or not. Um, I've heard it's pretty long. So it's one of those, like, I feel like you got to commit time to uh, get into it. So I definitely feel that I would want to, you know, at one day I want to watch it. And, you know, I heard the sequel is pretty good too. So good choices. So for mine, hmm. It's weird because, again, you know, I told you I had a a struggle like kind of putting these all on like a a, a fair list because, like you said, sometimes they can move around and change. But uh, this next one for me would be weird science. So it's, you know, it's definitely more in the comedy side of things. But, you know, we got the science in there, science fiction. And, you know, I, I feel like the whole thing with the computer and stuff like that it was one of those movies I saw like he's a young kid and, you know, the, the crazy practical effects with the brother at the end and, you know, just the, uh, the silly nature of wanting to create like this digital, you know, woman to kind of, you know, be your dream woman in a sense. And, uh, you know, obviously being younger than a teenager, seeing it, it was, it was amusing and I feel like the, the visuals, obviously they probably don't hold up now, but you know, back then I remembered how cool it was, you know, anytime it come on TV, I'd want to watch it. And, you know, it was uh, just one of those movies, like it was a gray area. Cause it's not like true sci-fi, but like, I feel that, you know, we you know, something we discussed about it, you know, if it it grounded in reality, it really isn't, you know, so that's kind of why I, uh, I picked that one.
1: I have seen it and it's been a very long time. Uh, But it's funny that we're picking... See, this is the opposite of the usual trend. I still think we're going to come up on movies that are the same. Uh, But this one is definitely on your list. And this one, I feel bad, kind of, in the place where it is on my list. But I do really love this movie. So to say it's the number eight is like almost blasphemous to me. I wonder if you can guess it or think it. But it is... Robocop
0: it's on my list
1: I knew it had to be on your list dead or alive you're coming with me and this is this is ultimate 80s to me this would be right up there with a Schwarzenegger movie and uh I love Robocop it, it really could move up to the list all the almost all the way up because it's it's such a great movie <laughs> the violence in it the the fake tv commercials it was so ahead of its time with a lot of things it's not ultra sci-fi because it's tries to be somewhat grounded in reality. Right. I mean, like you take a person and put them inside a robot really very sci-fi, but it tries to be like, it could really be done, but
0: Robocop. So it's funny. I don't know how we approach this because it's, it's in my top five, funny enough. So, you know, it's
1: up to you. We could go, we, we can, let's keep the order. So we know the order of each of ours and you can give more in depth because in our top five we're going more in depth and this is more just a few sentences so right go ahead and go with your next uh one
0: all right so next one for me would be Bill and Ted so again another gray area but like I probably didn't see a lot of the the sci-fi movies that people seen you know like Blade Runner stuff like that um Bill & Ted is definitely, you know, out there with with the weird and, you know, because th- this is where we get into dangerous territory of there being the the subgenres. you know. It's like sci-fi comedy, sci-fi thriller. And it's like, you know, I could have picked sci-fi horror all day, you know, so you got to be really careful. But I tried not to do that. So, but Bill & Ted, what's not to say about Bill & Ted, um, the fact that it was just movies that i feel like weren't meant to be taken serious and just they held such a test of time bringing out a third movie finally after all this time and for me like it was a nice emotional closure because like i used to watch those movies with my dad too and you know being a musician you know is relatable like you know never feeling that you're going to be good enough but always want to strive to be you know the best you can be and you know hoping that somebody out there is like rooting for you. Obviously there's no me going back in time to get people to help me be better musician. But, you know, I definitely connect to that movie a lot. And uh, the first one more so too, is just, I don't know, like I didn't really get into the second movie. So the first one, I love George Carlin, you know, and it was a, he's a very, very good part of that movie too. So, I mean, be excellent to each other, something I say all the time. So, yeah, it, uh goes hand in hand with uh a lot of stuff i like so that's why it's there
1: bill and ted i have seen it i've seen it a decent amount of times and it is not on my list so <laughs> i would not put it up there and i do like the movie but it probably would be in my top 20 not not close to top 10 okay but i i valid reasons for you and i give it all to you The next one on my list is the start of a little bit of a trend on my list. Uh And this is a movie directed by John Carpenter. It is Escape from New York. Stars uh, Kurt Russell. And New York has basically become a prison. The president has been kidnapped. They send in Snake Plissken, a.k.a. Kurt Russell. If he does the deed... He gets pardoned, and shit goes down. It's a great movie. Very underrated. They did make a sequel in the 90s called Escape from New York. Uh, Escape from New York is the original. Escape from LA. Uh, Similar story. It's very much like Terminator, where they try to do the same story. Send Snake in again to to get some device. the, The fucking world restarter device. It's not as good as the original. I still... It's a guilty pleasure of mine, but Escape from New York is a much more serious in tone, darker, grittier movie. That's why it's on the list.
0: And it's on my list too. So there oh, you go. shit. There we go. Look at that
1: I'm back to back with a couple on your list and my list. There we go.
0: I don't have much to say about it because I mean you. Is you, that your next you, one? Yeah. So Oh, good. Well, nice. So, nailed that one. So, I mean, my feelings are pretty much the same. The second movie is, you know, it, it's cool to watch, but it's not it's not great.
1: I feel like the the second one, the the, the main bad guy was supposed to be Raul Julia and maybe he died. And that's why because like the guy kind of seems like he's playing the same role. I don't know why we're even bothering talking about that one, but. The the, oh. the original is, is awesome. It's still it still holds up to this day for me, at least.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely good. All right. What number are we up to now, brother? Well, since you,
1: you, you should do your next one since, you know, I already did Escape if you even Escape New York was yours, you really didn't add much to it. You should jump into your next one.
0: All right. That's fine.
1: So what number would that be then? So Escape from New York was uh 10, nine, eight. That was num- my number 7.
0: Yep. Okay. So next for me. And then we're almost uh, at
1: our top five.
0: Might upset somebody here, but uh, I'm going to say it. It's not in my top five, but it's it's in my top. Back to the future. Wow. And again, you know, it's not because I like it any least. Any least? I, any least. Look, it's, it's any late, less. Any least. <laughs> <laughs> For those. For those that are not aware, we record these very late at night, and I am way not way, usually, ast- but now we're extra late. <laughs> we're we're in prime time right now. We're in overtime. Oh baby,
1: am- we went to the prime time. We went straight to the buffet.
0: <laughs> I can't even like stay awake right now.
1: Oh baby, we get some chicken wings and some barbecue <laughs> sauce, baby. We get right to the buffet. We didn't even take a shower.
0: I need to take a shower. I'm in cheese still. <laughs> It's been two weeks. I'm still itchy. (laughs) All right. So with that said, back to the future.
1: Holy shit.
0: And and the number one reason is because I probably haven't watched it as many times as you would think I would. You know?
1: But how do you know it's on my list?
0: Because if it's not, (laughs) we we definitely can't have discussions about it. We
1: can't have discussions, but you you put it at, at number
0: six. Because I'm not a fan like you are. I know you're a fan. So, like the spoiler alert for those that are not familiar with it's Legend, on my, like, it's, on my, it's on my list. <laughs> it's a great movie for me. I didn't want to pick either one for a top five, like out of the first two, but I love both of them. Yes, but the first one is what it's what we learned. That's what got us into the, the liking it. I love the it DeLorean. Made you my density shut up shut up don't get me when i'm vulnerable (laughs) so i mean i love the you know the way that they're able to like try to explain going back and how things get affected and i like the little easter eggs and like the signs changing and stuff like that like a lot of that i didn't learn until i got older yeah so for me it was it was more about The DeLorean. DeLorean was just a badass-looking car. Always has been. Always will to this day. If I was a millionaire, I'd own one. (laughs) You know, it's like. But um, you know, I I like the chemistry with uh, Mr. Fox, and uh, the the good old man himself. But uh, you know, it's 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 a it's a movie that I can I can definitely like watch when it's on, but I don't actively go out looking to watch it. You know, like, I, I think maybe a month ago, I stories. told you I was, can't win them all, brother. Can't win them all. <laughs> but uh, it was definitely something I watched as a kid. And, you know, again, this is a lot of my list is more because of the growing up aspect. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm watching them to this day and they could still be up there. But it didn't. I watched it and then years went by, I became an adult and I watched it again. Like, I probably got more into it meeting you. You know, almost twenty years ago, but before that, I didn't watch it. You know, it's just it wasn't something that I was actively looking for. You know, so sorry to disappoint you. Teary eyed, he's 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 got fake. He's got he's got emoji cries. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. I I, it's
1: good. It's it's on my list. Well, there'll be more discussion. So (laughs) clearly, (laughs) my next movie is a movie I have just seen recently and it's already number six on my list. Oh boy. It's not a new movie, but it's one that I've first watched recently for the first time been meaning to watch it for a long time. I haven't watched it. It also stars Kurt Russell. It is also directed by John Carpenter. It is 1982. The thing. It's a great movie. It, the score is by uh, Ennio Marricone, very famous uh, musician, uh, composer, if you will, baby. It's about a parasite, right, that takes over its hosts and can mimic the host then. And they're on, on, in the Arctic and their uh, science crew and all Shit hits the fan with the killer parasy- kill with the, fire, the parasite <laughs> impersonating the crew and the crew not knowing who's real and who's not real. It's a kick ass movie, it's like uh suspense the whole way through. It like it bombed when it first came out, right? It, and and it really got a following, didn't get a following until much later, maybe right. the past 20 years or so. And I've had it on digital, been meaning to watch it last year during the during this pandemic at some point i'm like you know what let's i think during halloween time like let's finally watch it i loved it the next day i watched it's not a remake but it's more like a prequel and they call it the same thing they call it the thing was made uh relatively recently and i thought that was really cool too it follows the other science team that's up in the arctic that you see some shit happen to in the beginning of this movie and it follows what happens to them and this parasite spoilers the parasite is in both both camps, but uh, the thing, I see I'm assuming it's on your list also I know you're a fan
0: it was my next movie (laughs) so why don't you tell us a little about your thoughts then, so
1: that would be Uh, your number five then, right? hmm? is that your number five? yep count that one, two, okay, five
0: five. I'm looking down, just double checking five Five.
1: so I'm spoiling
0: a bunch of your movies now Pretty much. You're making this a (laughs) short show. So, I mean, look, it's a movie that it scared me as a kid seeing that. It terrified me because those effects, they're so grotesque. Yeah. And the practical effect. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say.
1: That that was something we talked about off off air. The practical effects. It makes the movie hold up
0: so much better. So great. I mean, I just I remember like the dog and you know just them running for their lives and then my favorite part is just like there's one point where the one of the bodies that they like you know shot up is like crawling around so it's like moving by itself again I'm, like you gotta be fucking kidding me like they just <laughs> they just like they're just shrugging it off at this point it's like you know like they've had it you know yeah. but it's it's great it's 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 so memorable the music is amazing yes and uh you know like it's nothing like the original and you know that was the first time that i've ever really seen like a remake or anything like that you know especially right. at a young age so it's and i remember playing the ps2 game not really relatable and i know we don't talk games much here but that was a fun experience because it was like that was something I was like, oh, this would make, like, a really cool game, you know, and you think about Resident Evil as the game's evolved and they made that game. It wasn't a great game, but it yeah. was cool to, like, connect the dots and be like, oh, you know, I remember this story and stuff like that. And it paved the way for so many other, you know, movies like that, you know, that, and like you said, the 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 sequel, the remake you know whatever they wanted to call it because they weren't really telling you. And then when you right. watch it, it was like, TV. oh yeah, it was awesome because yeah. it was a nice surprise. Yeah, you know, the way and and it's
1: it's good too. I thought it, I I enjoyed it. Yeah. The effects, though, I said to Julie when we watched, it, I said the effects in the original look better than the effects in this yeah. prequel Hands remake because they went CGI and everything with it. So right, the practical just, effects always wins out if you got a little bit of a budget you got someone behind the scenes like john carpenter that knows what he's doing with this stuff
0: well the big thing too is a lot of times that the reason that the practical effects were done is because they didn't have a budget right but it's like now people feel like you have to put extra money into it but like you can do it in the cheap you know you just have to be creative enough sam Raimi is a perfect example of that whole not tangent. we won't get into that so yeah (laughs) all right all
1: right So I guess I'll do my next one since I still have five. Then you'll be jumping the four already. Yeah. So I'm assuming this one's on your list also.
0: Well, Uh, technically three for me because we discussed one kind of. Well, we visited, I guess. Well, you said you were going to
1: talk a little more, right? Robocop you're talking about, right? right? Yeah. And I'm assuming this one's on your list. So this is going to really spoil some things. But if it's not, we might have some discussing to do. This is a 1984 movie the year I was born of course the greatest year of all time it's actually released the same month I was born also this is one of my all time favorite movies we are we're classifying this as 80s sci-fi so it fits in here in my all time movies list it may be higher than some of the other movies that are going to come up that I haven't named yet but because we're doing eighty specific sci-fi, <laughs> I think Benny's figured it out because he's he's miming things as uh, on the video, the Patreon feed. Uh, it is no more no more teasing. It's Ghostbusters, and Benny's shaking his head. He knew what it was, starring Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. Sigourney Weaver, Harold Ramis, R.I.P., and Rick Moranis. Oh, well, this is is the casting on uh, Wikipedia. Conveniently forgetting, what about Winston? Ernie Hudson was also in there as Winston Annie Potts. This has got an awesome cast. One of my favorite movies. I can watch this whenever it is on. I would never turn it off, as long as there's no commercials. I will watch it, you know, seeing... Uh, Dan Aykroyd gets seduced by a ghost. I remember when I was a kid, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I'm just waiting for Rick Moranis to come and, and let our people free and and you know, talk oh, to the horse.
0: Yeah, gatekeeper.
1: Is it on your list?
0: I'll throw you for a curveball. How's that? Get your drink in, swig it in, take it in. You ready? So Ghostbusters is not on my list. I'm the, reason, the reason the reason that it's me. not on my list, <laughs> the reason it's not on my list is because I did not want to pick two of the same franchise in any movie, and for me, two ha- resonates with me more, and it's probably because I saw it first. So Wait a didn't- minute!
1: Wait a minute! So yeah. Ghostbusters two
0: is on your list? Yeah, but not Ghostbusters one. Because I saw two oh, for two was my first experience into Ghostbusters as a kid. I was not shown Ghostbusters one until it until after the fact. Oh, I guess the show's over, everyone. Wow. We'll <laughs> face. Have- I've, I've
1: I've I have sent Benny the facepalm emoji via text message tonight, and now I am physically doing the facepalm. I can't believe it. I, mean, I don't think good. we have had we have differing opinions, but to pick Ghostbusters two over Ghostbusters one. Might be one of the worst takes I've ever heard on anything.
0: Well, good for you. I'm genuinely <laughs> no, no. happy for you. No, no
1: I'm not yeah. trying to change your. This is your opinion, and oh, I'm not fine. changing it.
0: Don't worry, I, I'm not changing.
1: I'm not. I'm not trying to get you to change it. I know you won't. <laughs> but it's still a terrible take, and That's fine. that is the end. You can is Ghostbusters two your next movie?
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not higher than that. It's a, it's a higher and higher. You can, <laughs> you can stick up there? for it.
1: You can stick up for it. Fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll go get the uh, slime and we'll put it in the toaster. We'll see what happens. No, I'm, I, if it was if my keyboard was a real keyboard and not just plugged in, I would be doing the sounds. They hate this. <laughs> but that's from the first Ghostbusters movie. Doesn't matter. I'm referencing can, the movies.
1: Can I please see the containment unit? Yeah. Mr. Venkman? No. <laughs> I can't believe you picked those.
0: God get, explain away. Uh, no, I don't even want it now. Now it's <laughs> like nobody. If you don't give a I shit, insult- nobody gives a shit. So. Did I insult you? You did. You you insulted it. A little you bit. It. I'm yeah. sorry. Hey, you know, I, I I gave you full disclosure. I explained why. These movies are in my list. Well, tell the me a little one, bit about the movie and
1: why you picked it, besides the sentimental reasoning.
0: Because I saw it a lot as a kid. I saw it in a the theater. And obviously, I remember seeing it in
1: the theater as well.
0: The second the movie, f- not the first. <laughs> obviously, I wasn't born when it was going to camp But, you know, like the having like the the pink slime, like, I, I I, thought that was great, you know, like, I know, like, the, we know Ghostbusters resonates with, like, Slimer and the, and I know he wasn't in the movie a lot, but, you know, I don't know, there was just something about Vigo, and, you know, like, this Vigo,
1: <laughs> You were like the buzzing of flies to him.
0: I mean, come on. There's this No,
1: I like the movie. It's not, that's not the problem. It's but just... again,
0: yeah, for me, I didn't really start watching res- the, the the first movie until like I was like a teenager to be completely honest. Like I watched two and then I moved on to the car- to cartoon. Like I didn't really go back to the movies much and if I did I would always go back to the second one for whatever reason. Like I don't know if I didn't have access to the first movie mm-hmm. but I did not watch it a lot. And like I grew more of an appreciation as I got older for it because I like that it's more mature it's it's is it though? It, it for, compared to, I felt like two is goofy and over the top. Oh, oh, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, I was yeah,
1: confused. Yeah. I thought you meant two and is more mature. No,
0: no, and that's okay. and theoretically, as a movie, one is hundred times better for a lot of reasons, you know. But I can't, I can't pick it just for the quality, like because, like I said, I just simply watch the other one a lot more. When I think Ghostbusters, I think Ghostbusters too. That's okay. just my childhood it's a weird scenario but like i'd be lying to people by putting it up there because it's a popular movie and it's because it's a better movie than the other one that's just so it's, it's it's a weird scenario for me with those movies because i i thought the same thing with uh bill and ted you know yeah. it's like oh people are gonna be like oh why you put one like a lot of people like the second one i, I prefer really the
1: first one so i yeah you
0: know. yeah so we won't spend too much time on it because I already know I've hurt your feelings today. You haven't so. hurt
1: my—I didn't make the movie. I don't make any profit off of it. I just think the one, the first movie is a vastly superior movie.
0: It is. It is.
1: The Vigo stuff is good. I—I I don't dislike the movie. I—I'll I, still watch the movie. I mean, but the stuff with Oscar—it's eh, dumb. I
0: don't, I don't care for the Oscar stuff. I like Vigo's great. I like—I <laughs> like—I like, I like Vigo. Vigo's like my and favorite. Yeah, I'm not need to talk about Janos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, V when when Bill Murray's taking pictures I of Vigo. Give think it think to me, Vigo. Baby. Give it to me, baby.
0: <laughs> oh, you're angry.
1: You're angry.
0: And <laughs> the restaurant. I I love the ghost train. Like when I think of yes, Rick and Morty ghost train. I, I think about that scene every time. Like ghost train. I just think about Winston. Oh, <laughs> 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 so good. And then the dock with the boats, you know, it's like all the, all the boats coming in. Like, yeah, the Titanic so just showed up. <laughs> yeah, it's so good.
1: When they're fighting after they fall in the slime, it's, it's good, too. Yes. Yeah.
0: Who told you to stop digging? Yeah. <laughs> Pretending to be that. comment and everything. Yeah. So, right. yeah. You, we'll I, leave, it's we'll fair enough.
1: We don't have to agree. And that's usually what happens at some point. We do usually agree more times than most. But uh, this time we don't. So my next pick is my number four. And this one is going to be, I feel like, uh, pretty high for some people. This is another John Carpenter movie. The last of the John Carpenter films that I've selected. And this is really going to eliminate the possibility of a John Carpenter episode because, I've given you three three movies already, and they're in my top 80 sci-fi. But this is a film starring Keith David and the rowdy one. Rowdy, rowdy, Piper, baby. And uh, it is titled They Live. It's a story about aliens uh, having already infiltrated us as a society. And uh, Hot Rod is figuring it out by putting on a pair of glasses. Put them on. I've come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. One of the best lines of all time of any movie. This movie's got one of the longest, most drawn out fighting scenes of any movie also. Exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) But it's got a cool premise. It's, It's one of my favorites. It's a guilty pleasure movie. It's not a very good movie. And I dare say that those other those other John Carpenter movies that we both have mentioned are better movies. This one, uh, to me, I remember watching during the late 90s, like watching WCW Nitro, and it would come on TNT like after Nitro. And I'm like, what is this movie? And then and eventually caught it on like Cinemax. And I'm like, it's just weird. I'm like, I never heard of it at that point. The internet really wasn't blown up or anything at, at that point. And uh, I think it's got more of a cult following now. I'm glad I jumped on when I did, but remember watching it. And it's 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 got one of those, one of our favorite words that we've used on this this version of the podcast is it's got a slow burn to it. It's got a low budget, but John Carpenter just makes it work. I mean, he just, he just knows how to get the best out of people. And for Roddy Piper, who wasn't in a whole lot of stuff, he does an awesome job you know, in this. I, I love this movie.
0: Good pick. Good pick. Not a movie that I watched a lot as a kid, and I probably, yeah. I could probably count on my hand how many times I've seen it, so I can't, you know, can't connect it's got to a, it the same way. It's got a great people.
1: score also adding to it, but this is actually by John Carpenter, who later would do even more stuff himself. Right. I mean, not later, always, but Halloween, yeah. he did himself also. To this,
0: to this day, yeah. Yeah legend he's a legend (laughs) let him pop all right so we've technically we know one of my four already so should we just talk about that one because it could it could be interchangeable i feel you have four more left yeah okay well well, because we i had 11 and 12 or whatever so you know what let's not do that because i feel we talked enough about robocop we okay. know it's up there, so we'll keep it up there. I'll just do three more. So <laughs> let's keep it let's keep it sane. So the I'll bring up my my runner up for my top ten. Remember I said eleven. I didn't yeah. bring it up before, so I'll just bring okay. it up real quick. Uh, James Cameron's The Abyss. Okay. It's not a movie. It's not a movie that a lot of people like. But I've never I, seen it fully. Only parts. Yeah, it, it's a movie that gave me fear of, of deep water for a long time. You know, I finally overcame that as I got older, but like just that claustrophobia, you know, the suit and then ingesting that, that liquid to be able it's to try 1, out. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's
1: where the CGI really started, right? In right. Abyss, so.
0: yeah. No, I agree. But yeah, it's a movie. I used to, again, you know, watched with my dad a lot and you know, that, uh, for, if you remember you know the point when they start doing the depth you know and they go in deeper and deeper and the girl potentially doesn't make it and you know that just really a lot of tension and yeah. I remember being nervous like watching that movie the whole time because it's just it's real but it's not real you know mm-hmm. because there's obviously other elements to the movie but um you know it, it was a fun movie that you know I feel like you can talk about it but it's not a movie that I need to put in all the time. But if I when I put it on, I watch it and then I'll watch it through and I remember just like those feelings again. You know, so that's why it's it's not a movie that I would probably bring up on my own, but because of all the research we did, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. So I, I wanted to make sure I brought that up. Okay.
1: That's an honorable, honorable mention though, not us. Yes. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah, yeah. But uh for my top my third would be yes.
1: Now we're now top three, the usual best and worst
0: area of our. right. So now this one is a movie that's not super popular, but I feel like a lot of people know of it. Uh, this movie's called Explorers. This was a movie from uh, 1985. This movie had a young Ethan Hawk, River Phoenix, uh, Jason Preston. This was kind of like a stranger things movie before we had it
1: never heard of it never seen it
0: yeah this is uh a movie that it's it's true sci-fi it's um pretty much like a bunch of young kids they want to be explorers they want to be you know pilots and they want to learn about you know what's in space and stuff like that and always daydreaming in school and they all decide they want to try to build their own spaceship so they like build the spaceship out of like garbage can pieces and they go to a junkyard and
1: it's something that sound more familiar now.
0: Yeah. And they basically, they end up building this, you know, ship, if you will, and they're able to actually go to space. And it's a weird movie because like the first chunk of the movie has like one characteristic. And then the, the movie kind of gets a little silly a little over the top because they end up going to space and they meet aliens and stuff. And, it's almost yeah. like they mix two movies so it gets a little weird but like i remember as a kid just watching this a ton and uh the music was great in it too um uh i don't know people if people know like uh jerry goldsmith uh he, yeah uh, he he did it and uh you know it's a lot of tension a lot of mixed variety in the score you know there's a lot of tension in the school with all the you know the bullies and stuff like that but when it gets into the the spacey stuff you know the music really fits the mood and stuff so yeah it's one of those movies that a lot of people know about but it it didn't it didn't do great you know as far as i knew so uh but it's a movie that i'll never forget you know and again we had characters that you know one unfortunately passed but a lot of people knew of river phoenix you know for some of the stuff he did but obviously we know ethan Hawke, so this was like yeah. one of his first movies if not his first movie so there you go interesting that's an interesting pick
1: so i'm beginning to think that we're not going to have uh any any f- films and similarly in our uh
0: time i told you i, Four, didn't, I, I, I guess. not yeah well, we well
1: robocop two. right yeah. i know i have three more left um, uh, there might be some cheating along the way here, but I got I got three more left. Uh, my next film is not even my favorite film in that franchise. If that gives anything away to you. It is 1986 film directed also by James Cameron from the Abyss. Huh? So it is Aliens. Starring Sigourney Weaver. It is not my favorite film in the franchise. Alien is my favorite. They're completely different movies, though. And Alien came out in 1979. So it is technically not able to be on the list because it definitely would be in this spot instead of Aliens. I do like Aliens uh, very much. Obviously, it's in. It's my number three. What I really enjoy about it is that it's so vastly different from the original Alien This is much more of an action film. There's some really awesome sequences with the turrets where they set up the turrets in, in the, to stop the aliens from getting to them and in the the barracks and the cafeteria area, Bill Paxton is in it. Game over, man, game over. It's, you know, like a line that's lived forever. Sigourney Weaver just, uh, still kicks ass and she's, you know, (laughs) she's Benny's doing more, uh, hand motions
0: miming <laughs>
1: he's uh you know like i mentioned in the previous show with uh linda hamilton as sarah connor she's like one of the original kick-ass women to uh be the the lead in a movie and you know be this boundary pushing woman and uh michael bean is in the movie who is also in the terminator first terminator movie uh paul riser uh lance Henriksen. You know, there was rumor that we were going to get a direct sequel to this with Neil Baumkamp that didn't end up happening. Michael Bean was in some of the concept art and stuff like that. We thought it'd be cool if they, you know, brought him back in. And uh, it's a great movie. It's it's up there. It's another one of those movies that you can kind of just throw on and just watch from any point in the movie. You know, you don't have to worry about getting lost. The Xenomorph is one of the most iconic characters of any sci-fi movie, dare I say, you know. He's up there with the Terminator, the Predator. You know, these are movies that we've already picked in the Arnold's list. So this list would have been a lot of rerunning and rehashing if we included all of those. But uh, you can't go wrong with Alien and Aliens. One, Alien and Aliens, one and two, bang, bang, bang. Two totally different movies. The first movie, so much more of a suspense uh, thriller, and this is just a fucking straight up action movie. It's great. It's
0: funny because. Uh... Remember, I told you like my my top was weird because I didn't know where to go with it. So my my top one is it's a tie, believe it or not, because it's two different kind of movies. So I'm breaking the mold here a little bit, but <laughs> like I I didn't want to not include either one of them. But I figured since we're not talking RoboCop, I can bring them both. One is Aliens. So my oh, my, my, so my we, num- did,
1: we did match.
0: My number two is Aliens. Yeah, for a lot of the same reasons. I mean, it's. It's a movie that has been captured in pop culture for years to come to this day. I mean, you and I play Fortnite. We just got, you know, tons of stuff from it. You know, just it just shows you that people have a love and an appreciation for it. And, you know, that's another scary ass movie as a kid, you know, and watching and rooting for the heroes, you know, through and through.
1: It also introduced the alien queen. Right. In it, who is now a Disney princess. Which just blows my mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I don't have much more to say because you you really you captured just about everything I was thinking of. You know, for me, the loader at the end is one of the most epic scenes. Yes, you know, in a movie, which which has been
1: replicated and spoofed in countless what, things. Forever. In one of
0: my in one of my favorite games, too. Funny enough, so you know, if you remember, if you got through uh, Conker's Bed for a day. Uh, pretty much the end of the game. They they do the alien scene. So pretty awesome. But uh you want me to jump into my final since uh I didn't deep you dive one much. More? Yeah. Move my forward. number one. Well, I have my number one in the next Robocop.
1: Oh right, well I'll I'll do mine then. Yeah. So save it.
0: This is my number two.
1: And number Who's one. Who's number two? Who's number and two? And number one. Well? So this is a cheat right here so in no particular order my number one and number two are back to the future and back to the future part two and they are the best sci-fi movies of the 80s bar bar none i love the back to the future franchise i wish we would have gotten a sequel when we could have all these actors are still alive but it just wouldn't be the same to make a sequel now at this point where where Michael J. Fox is with his health and Christopher Lloyd probably at his age, but all the things you mentioned previously, the little nuances of like twin pine mall turning to lone pine mall and the things that he changes in the, in the past, how they affect the future. Those little things are so, so cool to me. I love the second movie because they go to the future And as a kid, that was something was always so wild to me and something I always dreamed of time travel based on back to the future and, and to be able to go to the future was just so, so wild to me and all the changes they make and how Biff steals the DeLorean, which like you said, this is a lot of rehash. I love the DeLorean as a kid. I always wanted the DeLorean. Even as I started to get older, I would look online to see the pricing on a used DeLorean for when I'm getting ready to drive and, if it was feasible spoiler, it wasn't feasible. And (laughs) uh, the the car doesn't run great either. If you can get one and uh, I don't drive stick and most of them available are manual. So like maybe someday it's possible or someone makes a new one, but the the stainless steel body is just everything. The gold wing doors, the hatch doors. Yeah. It's just everything about It's just, it's so eighties. It's so my childhood. I, I love it. Mr. Coffee on there for Back to the Future 2. But it, it's also the history of it. You know, they how uh, Jennifer gets recast between movies. Crispin Glover thinks he's getting wants more. He, he's worthy of more money. So he doesn't come back for the second one. They have an actor basically playing him behind a, a screen door in the scene. Uh, even the first movie, Eric Stoltz was supposed to be Marty and shot. I think a good chunk of the movie and they reshot the whole movie with Michael J. Fox because they didn't like the test footage and how it was coming out. We might've had a completely different movie. Who who knows? Uh, All the way down to the the power of love by Huey Lewis and the news, the score by Alan Silvestri iconic, iconic. I love, I love this. This one, this is, this is up there, not just 80 sci-fi, but and you know it because you knew it was going to be on my list, but movies all time. And rightfully so. The third movie is not my favorite, but it's because the first two are so great that it really is tough to compete. I I think it falls off a good amount because I didn't care for the doc love story and the way they ended it, the Clara ravine. Come on, get out of here. But (laughs) these, everything is great. They can always
0: play the game tell a different oh, story the,
1: that was the next thing i was going to mention the telltale game and they got all the voices back it's not michael j fox and i think the first few episodes but he does come back to voice a different version of marty uh in the, one of the later episodes of the game but the game is awesome not the like genesis version of that i'm talking the telltale version that was released uh, PS3, relatively PS, recently yeah it's on every i think it's on ps4 and xbox but, uh, yeah, those are my two. I kind of cheated. Those are my top two movies because I... Uh, makes sense. I mean, they go together hand in hand. It's one of the only movies to have a to be continued at the end of it. You know? Right. Which I don't know if it had that in the original theatrical. I think they added that after the fact. But I know two and three were shot together deliberately. So Right. Well, that's Good it. That, that makes up my list. And couldn't be a list without Back to the Future. I know we discussed... If we were including comedies and sub genres, because the list might have been vastly different without Back to the Future and Ghostbusters for me.
0: Right. All right. I'm going to throw you for the probably biggest curveball (laughs) yet. And I figured Ghostbusters 2 was going to be the bigger curveball, but this might (laughs) be bigger. And it's more so because I don't think you expect it coming. So that's fine.
1: Don't say Tron.
0: I never saw Tron to this day. Okay. I've only seen Legacy. So this is an animated movie. This is a movie that when I first saw it, it was not in English.
1: I guess it. Oh, forget it. I'm not gonna know what it is then.
0: See, there you go. This movie originally came out in 1988. Um, I probably, yeah. When I saw it, I want to say probably 89 was uh, from. A tape that my dad got from a convention From a friend that was selling Tons of import movies And he used to Ghost of the Shell Nope (laughs) Nope Um, But he used to buy me Astro Boy Black and Whites 8-Man Gigantor And at certain points I was watching Dragon Ball But he was getting them They were on VHS with no subtitles there was no company really subtitling movies. So it's like you watched it as it was. So I used to watch these movies all the time, not knowing what was going on. But then came this movie. And this movie is Akira. So it's a movie. I that... You know what?
1: When when we said we were making the list and you said animated and I was going through the research, it did pop up there. I said, oh, that's definitely on Benny's list. And then I just totally didn't think about it after. I've never seen it before and I know they, they're they supposed to be making a live action, aren't they?
0: Yeah. It's been in limbo forever. It's been supposed to be made for a long time, but. But number one, but huh? Number one for a lot of reasons. And, uh, you know, one of the biggest reasons is I'm not a huge anime guy. Never was. But, I, you know, I like anime, very particular and certain what I, animes that I like. This is where it started. This is where my interest in this mature storytelling you know in a non live action setting gained my interest so you know seeing it for the first time this movie is like outrageous in the sense of like the visibility stuff the stuff that's going on like there's just crazy weird like this is another form of cyberpunk before cyberpunk you know you have these futuristic that the the city is called Neo Tokyo (laughs) like you know it's it's the bright, not the bright lights, the neon signs, all that stuff, the sex, the drugs, the alcohol, you know, the, the nudity, it had a little bit of everything. But like, for me, the idea of just wanting to find a way to learn about the story and to get eager to know more. And eventually, I'd say maybe a year or two later, they came out with like an English dub. And it wasn't a good dub. And like I've learned over the years that it was actually dubbed mostly like a lot of the verbiage was incorrect. So it had to be redubbed completely. A lot of the story Mm. didn't make sense, stuff like that. So it wasn't translated well, but it's what I remembered, you know, like I watched it a lot. I had the VHS tape and, you know, it's, it's basically there's uh, a kid that gets into an accident and somehow It looks like he started getting tests done on him and he kind of develops these powers and he just kind of loses control of these powers and his best friend is trying to like you know kind of reel him into reality but they had a break you know they had an outing because you know the other kid didn't think he was cool enough so like there's just that constant um fighting between the two of them but then the powers just get out of hand and it's just The visuals, like when you look at the animation now compared to a lot of stuff that's out there now, it was so ahead of its time. Like it was, it was like mind-blowing, the type of stuff. Like you've seen, South again, another thing that pop culture has held on to for so many years. South Park did it, you know, like he turns into the big monster. Yeah. Rick and Morty said it. Oh, you know, freaking Morty turns into the Tetsuo Akira monster. Do you remember that? Yep. Like that's literally... The, you know, the kid at the end, he's turning into this big bloated monster that pretty much almost takes over the entire city. So for me, it's just, it was so nerve wracking watching this as, you know, a nine, 10 year old trying to grasp what the hell is going on. But I mean, I was used to watching weird stuff because my dad let me watch all this. But it was really, it was a gateway drug for okay. me into all of this weird, you know, Japanese animated films and for me like I can watch it now and it looks so good now you know it doesn't look like you know like a lot of anime from those times they do not age well yeah that animation is is done really well and I think that uh even with the fresh dubs that they did it's just another great movie and it had to go up there for my sci-fi because I told you I didn't watch a lot of the traditional sci-fi movies until like much later and they're not they're not in my favorites I'm a big you know, I'm a horror guy, you know, through and through. I watched a lot of horror as a kid. so for me, like this was the closest to sci-fi in the traditional genre sense. and I felt that it was perfect for that. Well, a couple of these I' I'm gonna have to uh, check out looks like no this was a nice nice, interesting list back and forth, you know, a yeah. lot of stuff I knew some a lot of I didn't know, you know, and this is this is what makes these shows great. so. I was ha- I'm grateful that we picked another uh, interesting topic. Yeah. Know?
1: This was a fun one. I like, you know, we didn't have to shit on anything today. I mean, we did a little, I did a little bit we on Ghostbusters bit. too, but uh, it's not like the best and worst where we really shit on, you know, six movies, essentially each.
0: Right. So, yeah, we hope you uh, all enjoyed. Thank you for listening to us ramble on at 1141 PM on a Friday <laughs> evening. Yeah. Um, we look forward to doing more of these shows as we've mentioned on our anchor website you have the ability to leave voicemails right and you can leave us notes and let us know pick a topic we we want to get you guys involved we want to know what you want us to talk about maybe you guys can pick a, a you know a best and worst we would love to you know give you guys a shout out on the show as well if you have any ideas hit us up Uh, Social media-wise, we have our Facebook page, and you can find us on Twitter. Paul can be at Legend Pop, and I am at It's Benny Rose. I leave you with that. A good evening, my good sir, and ladies and gentlemen, people of all ages, and uh... Suck in the guts, guys. with the Ghostbusters. No! No, please! You. Who's yes, this Wiggler? Right, he's what? yours, Ray. Sick him. I have discussed the Hi, how here are you? Right you? Ray no, Stats I... from the Ghostbusters. Can nice I tell to see you, you what I thought you have here? We're just doing and a routine spook check. If Dr. Reckman then is not here. Yeah, we know that, Johnny. So why are you came? Well, we got a report. There was a major creep in the area. We checked our list, and you were right on the top. Johnny, where in the hell are you from, anyway? The Upper West Side. The whole room's extremely hot, Peter. Ooh, that's what? one ugly dude. Well, that's Vigo, Mr. Vigo. Uh, Vigs, please, please. Would you look this way, please. No, don't. no, no, Come on, no, show me something. no, no. Right, no photographs, please. Slides are available in the gift shop. Eh? Yeah, thanks, thank you, Winston. All right, think. You know what? Give me angry. Will you? Will you give me angry? If you've had a bad day. You're cranky. Yeah, thank you. Good. 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 Ooh, angrier. Ooh, I'm <laughs> You're scaring me. Stop it. Yeah. Good. Okay, walk for me. Talk for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, give me hot and sexy. Can you do it? Oh, you can. Oh, boy. Show me some teeth. Come on. I bet the girls like you, huh? Huh? To the girls? To the guys? I bet they both do, huh? Huh? What about the animals? Do they like you? That's it. More! Yeah, come on. You're big. You're big. All right, destroy me. Destroy me now. Yeah! Destroy me. Yeah! 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 Give it! Give it! Yeah! We need to talk. (laughs) I've worked with better, but not many. Thank you. John, thanks. Hey. Hey. Huh? Hey, you finished? Yeah, I'm finished here.